Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hour 2 Lake Show News Talk 830 WCCO. For one final time, Showtime Boxing. This coming weekend, Premier Boxing Champions at the Armory. This Saturday, December the 16th, David Morrell Jr., who everybody in the state uh, loves, adores, he will be the headliner, the main attraction. And joining us now to talk some boxing, uh, one of our favorites here on The Lake Show, his name is Al Bernstein. You know the name, legendary boxing analyst for Showtime Boxing. He's joining us here on the John Schuster Cole Banker Hotline. Al, pleasure to have you back on the show. Nice to be with you guys again. I'm going to be headed your way in a couple of days and uh, looking forward to being in the Armory again, one of my favorite uh, locations. Hey, Al, I got some good news for you. Um, it is not going to be cold. It is going to be when you touch down in Minneapolis, I think the temperature, depending on which day you get here, if you get here Thursday, it's going to be like 45 degrees. Are you kidding? Oh, my God. You know, I heard that, but I didn't know if it changed. Um, that is a lovely, a pleasant surprise. Listen, I'm a Chicagoan, so I grew up with Midwest weather, although Minnesota might be a little bit worse even than Chicago. It's pretty much a pot of par. But, yeah, so I'm happy to hear that. That is good news. That is great news for you. And, and let me start our conversation tonight outside of boxing, because we all know you are well-known for your analyst work, your legendary with, with, with uh, regards to boxing. But I, one thing I did not know about Al Bernstein is that you can sing. And you perform a variety show. Give me a little bit of background on that, man. Yeah, you know, I years ago, um, 1987 was the first show I ever did at Caesars Palace um, before the Hagler Hearns uh, Hagler Leonard fight. Um, I had done a little music uh, and in, here in Las Vegas, and the president of Caesars Palace. I was having dinner with him and a couple other people, and they. Barry McGuigan's dad, uh, who was a pub singer in Ireland, had done three nights at this lounge at Caesars leading up to his fight. And he said, you sing, don't you? I said, yeah, yeah I do some singing. He said, good, you're going to do three nights in our, uh, you know, in the Olympic lounge leading up to the Hagler Learner. But I'm like, oh, okay, well, I didn't have a band. I didn't have a show. I didn't have anything. I said, okay. And I did it. And it turned out well. And uh, I've been doing it ever since at various times. And I'm uh, here in Las Vegas a lot and at different Indiana Riverboat casinos. And uh, I enjoy it. I just love this this uh, Sports Illustrated article from a couple of months ago that says that you're part Bud Crawford, part Buddy Holly. I love that. That's pretty awesome, that man. Was very, 
you know, he wrote a very interesting story um, about me. And um, it was an interesting, you know, he, I thought the way he phrased it about the show was fun. I, listen, I enjoy it. People have a fun doing it, a fun coming. And, um, you know, it's, uh, it's something I really love to do. And I, I take it certainly seriously enough because I don't want, I don't want to embarrass myself and I don't want people to not have a good time. So um, it's been, it's been a lot of fun and I've been doing a lot of shows. I'm doing a show on December 30th here in Las Vegas, uh, guesting uh, at the, one of the, at the Max and Jazz Club, and uh, it's fun to do. Yeah. All right, let's let's turn our attention to boxing, which you know well. Uh, I want to ask you about David Morrell, Jr. He's somebody that uh, mm-hmm. clearly Minnesotans um, love. Uh, we support him a yeah. ton when we go to the Armory and watch him fight. T- talk about his development over the course of the last year, year and a half, in the sport of boxing, and then also uh, get me up to speed on his opponent this coming weekend. Yeah, listen, David Morrell is, you know, as, Many of the your sports fans know very well. Um, was a very good amateur, though he mostly boxed in the juniors in the amateur competitions. But he showed tremendous promise. And as a pro, he's been fast tracked. Um, and now here he is with not that many fights in a position where you know he has a secondary belt, and people believe he can be the guy to fight for the full world championship. And he's a very, very powerful fighter. He's a really a very well-schooled fighter, trained by Ronnie Shields. And right now, he's one of the top three or four people for sure in the 168-pound division, which is a division that has some very good fighters at the top, but isn't as deep as it has been on other occasions. The man he's fighting, Sina Agbeko, is a, a good 168-pounder who... It comes in off a kind of an upset win over Isaac Steen, who was a 168-pounder that many people were, were promoting as a potential champion. And he's an aggressive fighter who comes forward. What that says for the fans that would be in attendance at the Armory and watching on Showtime is this should be an uh, interesting and exciting fight because we know David Morrell certainly is an offensive-minded fighter. Yeah, you know, one of the things that I'm looking at here in just kind of like the press release leading up to the fight is is they uh, look at and they, they kind of call out uh, his uh, David Morrell's opponent um, as a, quote, uh, battle knock, uh, that, he's, that he's a knockout artist. Would you is, – is that a fair description of his opponent? Wait, what is exactly is he saying? They say he's a knockout artist. Would that be a fair description of his opponent? Oh, of Cena Agbeko? Yes. Uh, yes and no. I think he's a, he's got power and he's had knockouts, but I wouldn't call him when he fights the fighters of the higher echelon. Mm-hmm. He hasn't gotten knockouts in the last, you know. So I don't know that he's a one punch kind of guy. He does have some power, and and he feels like he's going to be able to put that to work against Morel. Now Morel for for uh, and of course we haven't seen David Morel against a a a level opponents, but. David Morrell, though he's very offensive-minded, is not a fighter that completely ignores defense. Um, and even though because he's so aggressive, he will sometimes be hit, um, it's not as if his defense is severely lacking. So uh, is going to have to earn what he lands in this fight. Yeah, we're talking to uh, Al Bernstein, uh, 
legendary Showtime boxing analyst here on the Lake Show on News Talk 830WCCO in town this weekend for the Armory Fights uh, here on Saturday, December the 16th. Uh, you mentioned that David Murrell Jr. has been fast-tracked, and that is 100% accurate. Uh, we've seen him be very um, very good in, in the ring here over the course of the last couple of years. But, you know, with that being said, um, you're right. The level of boxers that he's faced, maybe um, he hasn't been as battle-tested as some of the other um, people out there with belts. What would you say is the number one question right now that you have for David Morrell that he has to answer? Yeah, I think the question is really simple. How will he perform against the upper echelon of the division? And, uh, you know, um, that's really what it boils down to. He has power. We know that he, you know, he's a left-hander, which adds to his, helps him. Uh, And, We've seen him go the distance, so we know he can do that. Um, and we've seen him, of course, you know, knock fighters out uh, against your Sibley. Uh, he was dominating the fight, but then your Sibley came back a little bit in a couple of rounds, and Morel showed the grit to, you know, knock him out late in the fight. Um, and so I think the big question is simple. How will he do against the better fighters? Now, the 168-pound division, you can kind of get to the top. You know, there's like I said, it's a little top-heavy. There's not a ton of really good fighters in the bottom part of the top ten or, or below it. Um, and so we might not get the question totally answered with from David Morrell until he's in a big fight, mm-hmm. whether it be Benavides or Caleb Plant or even, who knows, Canelo Alvarez. You know, we might not get that answer until we see him there. And that's going to be the... That's going to be the the question. He's very, you know, he's confident. Uh, he's powerful. And I know they want to fight David Benavides. And, you know, some people would see at this point in his career, some people see that as a, you know, a crapshoot. Uh, but he's confident. And, uh, you know, uh, the, the interesting thing is going to be how, what will happen. if, if And that, that could be his next fight. It's not... Out of the question, because if Canelo Alvarez doesn't fight David Benavides, Benavides will be looking for an opponent, and the morale fight is certainly a makeable one because they're both in the same promotional group. Yeah, let, let's. Uh, let me ask you about the uh, the co-main event, uh, which is a twelve yeah. round WBA lightweight title eliminator, uh, which uh, pits Chris Primetime Colbert versus Jose Real Valenzuela. Uh, your thoughts on that fight? Very good fight. And by the way, the fans at the Armory, which I love about that place, they are really interested in all the fights. And they don't have to have a a favorite or rooting interest. They are just going to enjoy interesting boxing matches. And this is one of them. Uh, You know, uh, this is a rematch. They fought once before. uh, Colbert went down early. Valenzuela had him hurt numerous times in the fight. But Valenzuela faded a little bit in the later rounds. Colbert came back. Colbert got a very close but disputed and controversial decision over Valenzuela. And they were pushed for the rematch. And interestingly, it, you know, it came, it came to fruition. Colbert's a very good boxer. Valenzuela is a big puncher. Valenzuela had some kind of surgical procedure a couple weeks before the last fight, which he didn't tell anybody about, and he thought it affected his training and 
um, and, and some of the medication made him a little weak, and he said he was pacing himself for the, whether that is the case or whether he just got tired. Either way, he faded. He said he's not going to do that in this fight, um, and he also feels like he can put Colbert out if he gets him. Now, Colbert, this is only his second fight up at 135. He was at 130 where he was a, a contender uh, until he got knocked off by Hector Luis Garcia. So Colbert was fast-tracked to stardom, got put down by Garcia, and then ran into this roadblock with Valenzuela, which he's now trying to erase with this rematch. That, I guarantee, is going to be a very entertaining fight. Yeah. Uh, for more information on tickets, people, tickets are still available. They can be purchased at the Armory at armorymn.com. You can also purchase tickets through Ticketmaster. Al Bernstein, I look forward to seeing you uh, this coming weekend. Maybe I'll even get our dear friend John Hansen out to uh, out of the house, and maybe he can join us at the Armory come Saturday night. Now, that would be a real joy. I hope we can do that. All right, sounds good. Al Bernstein, legendary boxing analyst from Showtime Boxing, joining us here on The Lake Show on News Talk 830-WCCO. I love boxing. I love Al Bernstein. He is awesome. He is a living legend when we talk about boxing. I think that the two, my favorite two guys in terms of analyst work in the last 15 or 20 years has been, well, Al Bernstein goes way beyond 20 years. But you know who else has been, was was really good? Jim and, in terms of analyst oh, work, okay. I, no, I would say I Max Kellerman. I like. Yeah. I know that Max Kellerman um, doesn't do first take and all that stuff anymore, but that's how we got to start. Yeah. I thought that Max Kellerman was really, really good with ESPN many years ago. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Wide receivers are dropping the football at a terrible rate, and it seems to be contagious. we get to that next year on The Lake Show. Minnesota Vikings lead the league in drop passes. That's not good. According to Pro Football Focus, 28 drop balls by the Minnesota Vikings. They dropped six more on Sunday in their 3-0 victory over Las Vegas, tying a season high. They also had six drops in their October the 8th loss to the Kansas City Chiefs. Dropping footballs is contagious, it seems like, because when we think of dropping footballs, right now in the National Football League, there are three teams that, that just jump to the top of the, the list of, in my mind. Mm-hmm. The Kansas City Chiefs, like, I feel for Patrick Mahomes, and I'm a Mahomes fan. His, his receivers have been terrible this year. The Vikings and their drop passes – and then the Steelers. Now, I know the Steelers have issues at quarterback between Pickett. Now they got Trubisky and all that stuff. But Deontay Johnson and George Pickens have not done those quarterbacks any favors. No. This is not good. Now, when you look at the the Vikings, you would say part of the issue with the drop passes is that you don't have J.J. out there, right? Like, J.J. sure-handed. He's the best receiver in the league when healthy. But when he's out of the lineup, K.J. Osborne, he's got seven drops this year. That that surprises me. Alexander Madison, he's got six. T.J. Hawkinson, he had a bunch early. He's gotten better here lately. Oh, yeah. But K.J.'s got to. K.J.'s got He's got to take care of that, man. He's got to handle that. That, that. that cannot be a thing. Um, the Vikings also... Um, 
when you look at dropped uh, passes, the Browns, they got 27 drops. The Lions have 26. This is contagious in the National Football League right now. There's a ton of teams where the receivers are dropping the football. That's not good. It's a weird year, man. It's a weird year in football. I think that's the best way to describe it. It's, uh, it, the I don't know. It, it, is it a... Is it necessarily a wide receiver thing, or is a is it a QB accuracy problem? Also, can it be both? I because the QBs haven't been the best either this year. That like so, there's a few that are just elite, and then everybody else is you know ten feet under. Well, this is the this is the deal in my mind. Okay, this is the way I view it. And and if you want to react, you can at six five one four six one nine two two six. I don't look at tough catches. Ridiculous catches and and throws that aren't good as drops. Yeah, I look at drops as that's something you got to catch. Yeah, like I I don't there's been a I, lot of those for the Vikings. Yes, and, and there's been a lot of them in the league. Yeah, I don't view the tough catches or the ones where guys trying to trying to it's 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 a really bad ball and, and it's it's running off his his fingertips. I don't view those as drops. To me, drops are like last week um, or this 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 past week when the ball is right in the hands of K.J. Osborne and he doesn't hold on to the football. Yeah. The, 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 to me, when it hits you, smack it. Or the one with the uh, Jalen Naylor. Did you see the one where he put his hands up and he hit him in the it hit him in the helmet? Yes. Like, dude, you got to catch that. <laughs> like, to, to me, that's a drop. Some of these really hard catches, I don't view hard catches as drops necessarily. Yeah. Or the ones where you're contorting your body and you know you're about to get blasted and you know you're about to get hit and it's a tough catch and you just can't hang on to it. I don't view those as drops. Yeah. That that's a totally that's a, that's different. A drop is to me a clear and obvious I got to hang on to this damn football. For sure. Yeah, I get your point. Uh unfortunately, there's just been a lot of uh, just a plethora of between the numbers throws that have been dropped. And I've been watching a lot of football, especially lately. I uh, watched both Monday Night Football games yesterday where there was a couple instances where just right between the letters, right between the numbers, and dropped. I'm trying to think of who I would look and say is the best tough catch wide receiver is in the league. Tyreek. In terms of tough catches? Yeah, I'd say mm. so. Because Tua's, Tua's got a wild arm, man. I he makes some tough catches. I don't think he's I don't think he I don't think he's tougher or he's better at, at tough catches than Devontae Adams. Yeah. And I don't want to get And Devontae I, Adams is not playing with good quarterbacks. And I don't want people texting JJ. That's a small sample size because he's barely played this year. So Well, I mean, he has played for three years. Yes. <laughs> so, so we gotta factor that but, in too. There's a reason why he's the best receiver in football. I don't know. Right you don't now, know what? Right, right now. Well, he's hurt. So is Tyreek, but Tyreek's basically the front runner for the MVP. Tyreek's not hurt. Tyreek he, 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 he got not, limited reps yesterday in the game, so I'm assuming something's not up. They, 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 they picked their spots where they put him at the end of the game. There's so. a difference between being being nicked up and, and not being able to play. Got it. You know, so, so that, that's like we know that J.J. is missing time because he just flat out he can't go. Yeah. Um, JJ, I mean, put it like this: JJ didn't remain in that game because he couldn't remain in the game. Yeah, that that chest issue is 
TBD at the moment. Tyreek Hill catches balls when he's wide open because of his speed. Yeah. Contested catches, do you think that Tyreek Hill makes better contesting catches than DeAndre Hopkins? Mm. Now, now, he's a better receiver than DeAndre Hopkins at this particular point in his yeah, career. Yeah, That's yeah. not what I'm doing. Yeah, no, no. Um, no, I mean, I, I don't think... What what's the other what's the other side of this this fence that makes a you know a tough catch quarterback then I guess let me ask that question. What do you mean? Like, obviously, you in order to make tough catches, you need somebody to throw the ball and mm-hmm. make it a tough pass. So, mm-hmm. what quarterback do you see as the one person that just doesn't always hit the mark and is a little bit to the left or right or up and down? Well, it's, it's, to me, it's more than that. So when we're talking about contested catches, it isn't just about the, the inaccurate quarterback, right? Because okay. that, that leads to contested catches. Okay. It's also the quarterbacks that say, he's a dog. Yeah. I'm just throwing it up because yeah. I know his. He's covered. I know he's, he's, he's going to get yeah. it. Yeah, he's covered. He's double covered. He'll, he'll still get it. Yeah. I know he's going to get it. Randy Moss was the epitome of that. I, so, I, I'll, I'll put somebody in there that he's, he's out right now. But I think that he is absolutely, and I think his name's going to come up for Hall of Fame, and it should. And he's not, I wouldn't say that he's a top three wideout, but dude, how long has Keenan Allen been good? Keenan Allen's a dog. Flying under the radar. But yeah, the wide receivers, man, in the league this year, there's just been so many contested catches. I think CeeDee Lamb is up there. That's oh, my, for that's sure. my guy. I love CD. He's CD's really good. he's grown. He's gotten a lot better in the in his after his first after his first couple of years. He's got the height. He's got the wingspan to get up there with the tough the tough coverages and actually make the play. He's shown that this year with Dak because Dak is good, but Dak also also kind of has a crazy arm. He can throw it a little bit little wonky, uh, but CD's been good. He's been a good asset for Dak in the Cowboys this year. One of the things that Ke- uh, Coach Kevin O'Connell said, quote, guys knew the challenge was to make some of those plays for Josh, and they wanted to. Maybe we were pressing a little bit. Well, whatever it is, man, we have to uh, – we got to figure it out. All right, 651-461. And by the way, the, the breaking news from earlier today, Nick Mullins will be the starting quarterback for the Minnesota Vikings this coming Saturday, which, yes, I'm on board with that. He deserves a shot to be the starter. We'll see what he does against the Bengals defense. After the break and after weather, what, in your opinion, has been the breakout food item or restaurant that made headlines locally that folks should try before the end of the year? We get to that coming up next year on Unleashed. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm a foodie. I love the fact that in Minnesota, in the Twin Cities, we have so many amazing, amazing restaurants, places to go to get food. I mean, just everything. You know, there's a bunch of different spots um, that I'd love to hit up. But I'm going to lean on you guys, this segment, with regards to what is that breakout food item or restaurant that made headlines locally that you folks say, try this before the end of the year. Like, this is a spot, if you got time, because I told you guys I got some vacation I got to burn here the next couple of weeks, um, have some days off. I got things that I will be doing, but I have a little bit of downtime as well. Holidays, sisters coming to town, cousins coming to town. Maybe there's a place or two that I should take them to. We hit it up and venture out and try something different. But, But what are some of those spots Give me some suggestions. 651-461-9226. Because I'll give you my breakout food spot that I went to that opened up this year. And then hopefully Josh will maybe maybe he'll have one or maybe he didn't he didn't he didn't go to any this year. But for me it was rectangle pizza. I don't know if you tried rectangle pizza Josh. I tried it. Uh, rectangle pizza Originally, I think that they had a spot over in the North Loop, but I went to the the restaurant, and it spelled restaurant with a W uh, because they do the rectangle pizza. Yeah. The people from Rectangle Pizza are in that space because it's restaurant at the Palace, the the, the Palace where they do the uh, the concert shows for sure over in St. Paul. I tried Rectangle Pizza for the first time; it was really good. Never it, haven't had it yet. Have you heard of it? I've heard of it. Yeah. Oh, it won it, awards. It was yes. It was on, uh, it was on. I think it was on the Today Show. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So rectangle pizza is legit. That's what I would offer up. But I love some suggestions from you guys at six five one four six one nine two two six. Whether on the text line or or calling into the show, I'm offered up rectangle pizza. It was much discussed, much talked about, and for me, it lived up to the hype. So I totally get that. What you got for me? Give me, give me something I should b- between now and the end of the year. So between now and January the first, say Lake, go ahead and try this. Are you a North Loop guy? I absolutely am. Are you a brunt- my, my my favorite restaurant resides in the North Loop, okay. and that's Bar La Grassa. Bar La Grassa, Butch and the Boar, both two of my favorites. There's your second one. 
Butcher and the Boar. Oh, that's, I've been there, done it. Okay, okay. That was that was the one trending, you know, besides rectangle that kind of caught my eye. That I'm a brunch guy. Mm-hmm. I want to try their brunch. See, I'm not a brunch guy. See, I am. I am. Really? I love it. You've been a brunch guy for for a long time. <laughs> when I've had brunch, okay. I, 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 I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I work in radio, so I can't do brunch too much. But uh, yeah, I do enjoy a good brunch. And butcher and the boar is on top of the list. Butcher in the boar. All right, so 651-461-9226. I am all about butchering the boar. Now, I will say this. Butchering the boar is not new, though, okay? Butchering the boar is not, but I guess, I don't know, rectangle pizza, it, it, I guess it's all relative when we say new, okay? Um, I don't know. I mean, I would think that rectangle pizza qualifies because the restaurant at the Palace just did open up this past year it was actually at the the soft grand uh the soft launch opening for it. So I think it qualifies. Butchering the Boar, um I remember when Butchering the Boar first opened up, Jack Rebel, rest in peace to Jack Rebel, phenomenal chef, um, who passed away last year due to cancer. I man, I was friends with with, with Jack. And I was there when Jack first opened up Butcher and the Boar, the original version of Butcher and the Boar at the original location. Mm-hmm. But I'd love to hear from people about what is the spot. Now, this one via the text line for the 651, I hope that I'm pronouncing it uh, right. Me Saint or Me Sant? Me Sant near Rosedale, where the old Baker Square was. Vietnamese sandwiches and salads, delicious croissants, great coffee. That sounds right up my alley. That sounds really good. Sounds phenomenal. That sounds that sounds phenomenal. Let's take a phone call from Gary in Brooklyn Park. He wants to weigh in. What you got, Gary? Hey, how you doing, Steve? This is- I mean, how you doing, Henry? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. How are you? How are you, Gary? <laughs> I'm doing just fine. Hey, one of my favorite places and my family's favorite places is the Fifties Grill. In Brooklyn Center. Oh, but that's we been a, but that's been around forever. The 50s Grill. But that's been around forever, Gary. You know that I've been in the 50s Grill. I used to go to the 50s Grill when I was in when I was in high school. <laughs> yeah, it's a great place to go to. Yeah, it is. It's a it's a great place to go to. And, and thanks for the phone call from Gary in Brooklyn Park. I actually I was talking about 50s Grill here on the show like a couple of weeks ago. But I'm talking about relatively new places like 50s Grill. Yeah, that's yeah, that's legendary. We're talking about new spots yes. that, that – that, and what started off this conversation was if you look at today's Minneapolis Star Tribune, if you go to startribune.com, they actually have um, um, an article where they're talking about – what it says right here, five best things our food writers ate in the Twin uh, Cities area this week. And then they kind of go and they elaborate a little bit into um, – places that there's another article that talks about places that came out here earlier this year. So for me, Rectangle Pizza was, I think the original one in the North Loop might've been open a year before. Cause remember it was in, like we mentioned, it was in the today show. Yeah. But I actually uh, tried it when they got a spot over in St. Paul of all places, mm. right? Never lived in St. Paul, but that restaurant with the W. Yes. Yep. I was yep, just looking at that. That yep. was that was kind it of looks the, phenomenal. Yeah. So 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 I, I'm a fan, man, but I, I like to go to, to to different spots and check them out. Um now from the seven six three, there's a new Latin restaurant. 
Uh, the name escapes me right now, but it's located where the Grumpy used to be in Rosewood. Looks menu, uh, looks really good. Now that, thank you, Texter, for that text. That particular restaurant, I don't know the name of it. Haven't been there yet. I've heard great things because my buddy invited me to hang out with them one night at that place. Mm-hmm. They had a reservation. I couldn't make it. And also, I, I probably would, it wouldn't have, I wouldn't have fit with the crowd that night because it was kind of like a, a couple's thing. And uh, I didn't, you know, I, I'm not in a relationship right now and I didn't have a date. But, but yeah, I've heard great things about that, uh, that restaurant. And I'm, look, I'm familiar with that, that area because I used to do uh, shows there every single night, Sludge Lake, when it was KFE in the restaurant. For sure. So, so I'm, I'm fully uh, familiar with that, with that spot. But, Forget about butchering the board. Butcher the board's been open a while. Is there another place you would give me? Hmm. I'm not familiar with like new restaurants that have opened this year just because Oh, come on, man. You gotta be a foodie, bro. I I'm hey, hanging around you and Derusha enough, I probably will be. Well, um, I'm not I'm not I'm never gonna be Derusha level, but you know, I got spots I like to go to. I mean Bellanote is a, always an option, I guess. You went around. And, and by the way, Texture, um, the place that you're talking about, the name of it, what used to be the old Grumpy's Bar and Grill in in uh, in Roseville, is called Mito. Mito is the name of that of that new Latin restaurant, and I've heard great things. Side sidebar, but related question: What was the restaurant you oh, went to? Oh, the other day? I thought you were about to say uh, no, 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 no. Side side. No. Uh, well, there's there, there's there is a there, sidebar restaurant. Yes, yes and I yes. heard it's really good. Yes, I also heard. Where did you go for Don's celebration the other day? Oh, that was Glicks. Glicks. Okay, I've I've heard That's of it, but I never have had the like. Oh, I'm I I from what I've heard, it's old old school. But yeah, never had Glicks. Oh, Glicks has been around forever. Okay, Glicks has been around forever. By the way, that night, because it was Don Mitchell's birthday, um, Jerry Holt, um, superstar photographer for the Minneapolis Star Tribune. It was yep. his birthday, too. So that was a celebration of both their birthdays. Did you know that Suhan is in a band? I saw that. Oh, my gosh. I saw that. I was like, what? <laughs> I saw that. I thought Jim Suhan is in a band. It's incredible. I, hold on, I walk in. And then who immediately like everybody's hugging me and it's yeah. Vanita and Dawn yeah. and, and, and 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 Nadine Babu and everything. and then I look up at the stage and Jim Suhan is the journalist and columnist from the Minneapolis Star Tribune. He's rocking out. I'm like probably rocking out a story. I'm like, what? What did I just walk into? <laughs> what is this? So good. Dude, everybody's got a side hustle. I love it. Everybody's got a side. What's your what's your talent that I don't know about? Because because um, we we started this earlier. My talent is show prep. I don't know. Is it really? Yeah. You think we'll, I would we'll agree find with out that? next segment? <laughs> I know. Oh, wow, Al Bernstein. Not. He's a singer. Like my gosh, everybody's got some musical talent. Sing. I don't think Al Bernstein needs the singing gig though. He's got a pretty comfortable gig at Showtime. Man. Yeah, that's Jim Suhan now, front man. That surprised me. That's awesome. All right, coming up next, we'll get into headlines right here on The Late Show on The Good Neighbor. All righty, let's dive into the headlines. Josh Wheeler has headlines tonight. Christopher Tubbs out back tomorrow. Uh, me and Tubbs are both out on Friday. I don't know why he's out. I know why I'm out because I got a bird vacation. That's how it goes. That's how it goes. 
That's how it goes. I got a bunch of vacations I got to borrow here between now and the end of the year. A ton. I can tell. I always try to always try to try to burn about a good week. The reason why I'm so up against it this time is because typically when we talk about NBA Summer League, yeah. I'm out there for an, in, an entire week. Yeah. This year, I was only out there for, what, three days, three yeah. or four days? So I got an extra couple of days I need to burn. I can tell. I'm on the schedule a lot for the next couple of weeks. <laughs> <laughs> but it's all good, making that money for the holidays. Uh, let's dive into some headlines since we're talking about restaurants. Uh, circling back around, I think, I think it was this show. Maybe it was Derusha, but I'm almost positive it was this show. We had the owner of the upcoming women's sports bar in Minneapolis. Yep. Well, at the time, they didn't have a location. Well, now that it was just announced, uh, just... No, they had a location. It's the old... Well, she, uh... she wasn't going to reveal the location oh, yet. Oh, okay, It was okay. announced to the public hmm. that it's going to be in uh, South Minneapolis. I don't know if you're familiar. No, the we C- mentioned this. Seward, C- 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 I didn't know about where the location was going to be. I just saw this on yeah, the news. Yeah, it's the old... Uh, it was an old s- salon Got or it. saloon. Okay. I, I saw this on the news that was posted in the last... 48 hours, so okay. I just assume it's new new stuff. Gotcha, gotcha, uh, Jillian gotcha. Hiscock, owner of the yep. soon-to-be bar of their own, off of the League of Their Own, has announced that yep. it will be in the Seward neighborhood. Like, I think I'm pronouncing that right. Yes, you're right. Uh, just off of Franklin. Seward, uh, yep. How do you think this area will turn out as far as uh, busyness? Uh, Not sure. Okay. I don't even know where it's at. I, I'd like, I've heard of the, the, the place that it's going to be replacing – but I couldn't tell you right offhand exactly where it's at because I never I never been there. Gotcha. I did I did look and see the the location, but that was just being inquisitive after the show was over that sure. night and just um. But look, I think the bottom line is you you want to support good people and good businesses, yeah, and good and good establishments, and mm-hmm. this is a place where you can go and watch women's sports all the time. So of course I'm going to venture over. Yeah, I cannot wait. Honestly, uh, with. The PWHL starting up pretty soon, and with uh, obviously the Aurora having their success in the first year with uh, that team. On to the next one. Lake, are you an Uber or Lyft guy when it comes to getting picked up at MSP? Neither. Neither. Okay. No, I am a, I am a, I will drop people off. I will get dropped off. I will get picked up. I don't do Uber and Lyft if I don't have to. Yeah. Well, I've never taken a Lyft in my life. Now, now Lyft and Uber are essentially the same thing. They're just yep. two different um, companies. I've never taken a Lyft. I don't have Lyft on my phone. I have Uber on my phone, but the only time I've ever utilized Uber is out of town. Okay. That's and fair. I think the only cities that I've ever done Uber in have been KC, Dallas, Vegas, and... Oh, gosh, I feel like there's one more. But there's just a handful of spots. I've done Lyft once, and that was to get from Fremont back to the Strip. That was pretty because it was cheaper. Mm-hmm. Sometimes Uber can kind of fluctuate in Vegas, so I I check both. Uh, the Metropolitan Airports Commission is changing locations for the pickup area for the ride-share companies. It is moving the Terminal 1 pickup area for the ride-sharing down one level to double vehicle space. Obviously, with our vicious winter weather we have going on right now, uh, they're looking to allow shelter for the passengers that are uh, being picked up from their uh, drop-off area and more convenient space for pickup overall. Uh, over 1 million riders this past year uh, averaging out for Uber and Lyft and uh, about 2,900 per day uh, for Uber and Lyft combined. No changes were made to the rideshare for Terminal 2 because it's a Delta, mostly Delta airport, so that makes sense. 
Um, on to the next story real quick out of Sports Illustrated. Not well, sure if you well hold on. Let me, okay. let me ask you, you let, let, me, let me have you answer that question. Yeah. Are you more of a Uber Lyft guy when you're going to and from the airport? I try and get a pick. I try and get a ride. I me too. Very much will. I will avoid ride share whenever possible because it's expensive. <laughs> well, Go, I, going from uh, Bloomington to Maple Grove is probably going to cost me about fifty, if maybe. I only I only utilize it when I'm out of town. I I don't. Yeah. There's, it, no, need, this, there's it, no need to otherwise. Well, Unless well, you're downtown Minneapolis and you need absolutely need a ride home. I know this is a totally different topic, but I think that it's extremely scary nowadays for women to do Uber Lyft. Yes. Some of these horror stories I'm hearing. Mm-hmm. Oof, man. It's, it's real. Yep. It's a real problem. Uh, moving on to Sports Illustrated. We uh, found out a couple weeks ago that uh, they leaked an AI story via their uh, publishers, uh, digital, publish, uh, digital publisher, the Arena Group, which operates household brands such as Sports Illustrated uh, and The Street, fired its chief executive on Monday amid a larger C-suite bloodbath, as this article is quoting it as. Uh, the, uh, they're firing, uh, I'm trying to read the name here, Do-do-do. Ross Levenso, uh, who served as chief executive for three years over an AI uh, AI published article that came out just a couple weeks ago uh, with fake author names and profile photos generated by AI. Uh, like your thoughts on AI not uh, not catching great ground so far with this I don't uh, think, new article. Thing. I don't think that AI in the world of journalism and news is going to be good business. I just don't. There's too much fact-checking that has to take place, and you got to be accurate with stuff. When you're off and you don't have the right names and stuff like that, it's 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 disaster written all over it. Yeah, for sure. And that is all I got for headlines today. All right, that's going to wrap it up for headlines. But coming up next, uh, he'll be in the building. Steve Silton, business sports attorney for Coles and O'Connor. One of the topics up for conversation, the PGA Tour in Live Golf. They just added John Rahm. Man. Does he have some uh, some thoughts and opinions on the commissioner of the PGA? We get to that next year on The Lake Show. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.